0: Guys, welcome to Better Bachelor. This is Joker with a face for radio and a voice for print. You know, um, I'm going to name this, I think I'm going to name this The Internet Has Ruined Relationships, but it hasn't ruined dating, only relationships. Let me boost this up here just a little. There we go. It's um, The Internet's Ruined Relationships. It hasn't ruined dating, but it's ruined relationships. And why is that? Well, First of all, everybody likes the easy access. And when I say easy access, it's I can sit here, and during my workday, if if uh, I have a couple of minutes, I can go on a dating site and and swipe, or I can pick up my phone and swipe, and it, it makes it makes it easy. I don't have to spend any money to go out to a, a bar to try to meet somebody. I don't have to to be socially available. I can just sit here in the in the quietness of my man cave slash bus and and try to look for someone to date. And you might say, well, okay, why is that a bad thing? I mean it gives you the chance to narrow down the search filters and find somebody that that meets your criteria. The problem is is that criteria is it's it's not it's not realistic right now. So we we boil people's essences down to what do they look like and a couple of little snippets about them. Now, were we to have a conversation, it might come up at some point that I've I've traveled the world and I've gone to 36 countries. It might come up that I've built a bus, and uh, uh, you know, I'm going to be traveling the country in it, and maybe you get a chance to see it. It might come up that um, I don't know where I've lived and my hobbies, and and just in casual comfort before attraction has even occurred. It might just be a conversation between two people. And after you have that conversation for a little while, you start saying, you know what? This is an interesting person. I kind of like them. I dig them. They're they're interesting. I'd like to get to know more about them. Maybe we could go out and have dinner sometime. Take all that away. Now put me online. What am I? Well, I'm 47. Yeah, 47. Year, I have to think there. I don't talk about my age very often. I'm a 47-year-old guy who's bald with a beard Five foot seven, former network engineer. That's it. That's all I am as a person. That's all I am as a human being on a dating profile. Kind of, kind of not very exciting. And yes, you can put in, oh, I've traveled, I've done this, I like movies, I like music. Yeah, who doesn't? I like animals, I work out twice, yeah, but everybody does. There's no way to differentiate yourself from anyone else. And so what happens is that you start focusing on the traits that you most like. Now, even if you do happen to meet somebody, what if you're in a you know, longer-term relationship, five, six months, and the butterflies and the excitement is drifting away a little bit, and you're kind of settling into a everyday, quote-unquote, normal relationship, and you say, you know, I'm bored. I just want to look at pretty girls or pretty guys, good-looking guys online. I'm going to open that old dating app that I have. I mean, I'll just swipe through, and, oh, this person's really good-looking. Oh, and they're successful. Oh, and he's tall or she's this or that. I'm going to, let me just see. And you swipe right. It's a match. Oh, hey, what do you know? And they message you and you just say, oh, but I'm just goofing off, you know, the, the boyfriend or the girlfriend's in bed next to me. I'm just, I'm just going to talk. It gives me something to do. They're asleep. I'm, I'm a late night, late owl. You know, I want to. And before you know it, you're making arrangements to meet up and your relationship is over. This is happening at an exponential rate. Let's let's get recording here and we'll we'll talk some numbers from the New York Post as of April 27th, so just a couple days ago. Ashley Madison says cyber uh, affairs have surged under the bug. Shocking. You're you're with the spouse, male, female doesn't matter. And uh, you get a little bored and decide to swipe away and see what's out there. Give yourself someone else to talk to because you're tired of talking to your husband or wife. It so says cyber affairs are thriving during the bug as people in bedroom um, bedroomless marriages are quarantined at home with their spouses. Married couples locked inside together are in desperate need of satisfaction and have been seeking um, cyber activities in troves, according to a new report, released by Ashley Madison, a website aimed for cheating spouses. Ashley Madison has added 17,000 new members a day in the midst of the bug. Wow, that's a lot, except normally compared to 15,500 of new members a day in 2019. That is an increase of about 10%. It's really not that much, which means that even without this current thing going around, people are looking for extramarital fun. Or extra. If this were a dating case, they'd just go on Tinder and and probably swipe and match with somebody else, and then either cheat or leave. But when you're married, you don't have that option as much. So, 17,000 people a day are looking for new membership to to do this. We've spoken to members, and they're saying they're using the site as a release valve for the tension that's built up at home during the pandemic. Paul Cabe, the chief strategy officer of Ashley Madison said in an interview with venturebeat they're looking to have needs met that aren't being met at home I don't know about you but if I'm at home with somebody that I really do genuinely care for I'm with like my b- a friend somebody that I care about someone that I love spending time with this is somebody that I love this is somebody ideally who I'd like to have uh, romantic relations with in the bedroom although we know when most of the time when you get married that definitely falls off a cliff in most cases. Um, usually it's, it's from the woman's side uh, that she's not as interested and in, I mean this is, a, it's an old joke I mean, it, you know, I, once you say you do, she says I don't uh, or how does she get out of it with a headache and not tonight honey, I have a headache and all that stuff Some people want to chat with someone other than a spouse, you can do that, it's called friends, while others are seeking emotional validation or the fantasy of pursuing a secret naughty life, the study said Yeah, right, because you want to get those butterflies and that excitement back in the relationship. This is more often a woman thing. The website even has a new tagline during the the bug. Life is short. Have an affair. Don't even worry about whoever you're married to or you who you might possibly love or have kids with. Life's short. In most recent study, the site found 30% of its female users are having uh, cyber relations or relationships with their affair partners, and about 14% of its male users were having it. Uh, So about two times as uh, many women as men. Now with self-isolation a major factor in our lives, virtual affairs are being utilized to fill the gap. It's often a physical component from an intimacy standpoint. By seeking an affair discreetly, they're able to maintain all the aspects of life they value and enjoy, such as... Uh, having uh, having your husband pay all the bills and, and having your wife look after the kids and all the things that would normally be in a relationship, but I also want more. And and again, this is a problem that we see is that there is no, what happens to the person you're hurting? What happens to you know the person that you're with, that you've promised yourself to, that you've said, I'm going to have a dedicated relationship with this person? Now, maybe you say that's old school, man. Hey, things, times have changed. Things are, man, things are casual, they're fun. And you say, okay, let's just say for the sake of argument, it's fine that, that relationships are more casual. No problems. Let's let's continue on here. This is a post on Reddit. I do not have a link. This is a screenshot that I saw on Twitter and the information's been redacted. I suppose if you search hard enough, you could find it. I don't care that badly. But it's got 29,000 upvotes at a 75% upvoted, which means 75% of the people that read this agree with it. Now, usually, of course, you only give it an upvote if you agree with it, and most people will downvote it if they disagree, which means that out of 30,000, this may have 40,000 people that have read it. Uh, Ten people, 10,000 people disagreed, 30,000 agreed, whatever. It says men are way more accepting when it comes to a woman's looks than women are about men's looks. Now, that's interesting because traditionally, it's always been men only want a beautiful woman, and you know, women women are more tolerant or more accepting because a guy may also have a good job or he may have other things. Let's see what's so popular here that's been said. And this is from 17 hours ago. Uh, Men are often portrayed as shallow pigs who only want to date blondes with big chesticles. But men are way more accepting of a woman's appearance than vice versa. For instance, look at Reddit. No matter what a woman looks like, there's probably a sub where she can post a picture of herself and men will drool over her. There are subs devoted to women that are white, black, Asian, Latina, short, tall, petite, curvy, fat, old, young, big chest, small chest, uh, women with deformities, etc. And this is true. Uh, It's not difficult to say. Sorry, the sun keeps going in and out, so I have to keep adjusting my brightness on my camera here. I don't know why it's giving me a hard time today. Okay uh it says the same is not true for the reverse every female majority sub based on men's looks will have 95 percent of the pictures of guys that don't look that different no fat men no short men just guys who look like gq models this is also noticeable in adult videos there are types of famous female uh, adult stars but 99 percent of male adult stars fit in one of two categories men aren't the shallow ones and i think it's ridiculous that men keep getting painted as such We're extremely accepting when it comes to women's appearances, but the same can't be said about women and our looks. And again, 75% of the people that read this agree with him. There's about 5.3 thousand comments. So now we're saying, okay, if online dating is taking over, and I'm going to get to those numbers here in a second, and it's all about looks, but men are more forgiving of a woman's differences where women is not of men. Well, online dating means that men have a, a very strong disadvantage of being selected for dating. Let's look at another graphic here. I know this is old and it's been around for a couple of years here, but I, I snapped it and grabbed it up. It's how, And this is from a study on OkCupid. Okay it's out there. Just do OkCupid okay, uh, um, men versus women rating or rating curve or something like that. You can find this. It says how men rate on women. And so they looked at all the men and how they swiped on women's profiles. 6% they found to be the least attractive. 6% they found to be the most attractive. And just about a perfect bell curve of average. So they found most women to be average, some slightly less than average, Some or a lot just below average, a lot just more than average. A few less that are very pretty and a few less that are very unattractive. And then they found some people the most attractive, some people the least attractive. This is normal because that means that maybe I have a preference for X And so I would find X attractive and someone else might find Y attractive. And so they would find X unattractive and I might find Y unattractive. That's just a bell curve. It's mathematics. It's now below that is how women rate men. 27% were the least attractive. A quarter of men are out. A third of men were just a step above that. And then one step above that were 23% of men. So 27, 31, we'll say it's, what, 38%, 48, 58, 62%, 61 or 62% of men were below average. Now, if you throw an average to that pool, that's like 75% of men are average or worse, which means 5% were, well, That mathematically, this doesn't quite work out, does it? Uh, 25, 20, that's, uh, what, 60%, 70, 80, 90. Okay, my bad. 27% and 23% is 50% and 80 or 30, and plus 31 is 81%. Okay, math not my not my favorite today. Uh and then you add an average. It's 92% of men are less than average or average and less. Only 7% are considered a few but 0% were the most attractive. 2% step you you see the graphic, right? You you get my point here. <laughs> I guess I should have done this a little bit earlier in the or a little bit later in the day when I'm fully woken up. But You see the point that the bell curve is thrown way off. But what is it they're rating? Well, they're rating men just based on their looks. There's no personality. There's no 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 personality comes through. No no financial success comes through other than maybe stating what their job is. But you'd think because of that that men would say men would have this curve because they'd say well women you know we only base women on looks. And we only want the most attractive, but this says otherwise. From David Schmidt at Psycho Schmidt, uh, it says, Tinder study, male subjects liked 61.9% of female profiles. Now this is from Tinder, not from uh, OkCupid. So different different programs, same results. Male subjects liked 61.9% of female profiles. Female subjects liked only 4.5% of male. Finding in line with evolutionary psychology and parental investment theory, women... Uh, like more like men more if he has a master's in business or engineering so since everything's moving to online dating and the ability to cheat has moved online and now let's say you're a single guy wanting to go out there but then you say, we you know okay online dating five the top five percent of men are going to get the swipes that's not me that's probably statistically not 95 percent of you So you say, well, I'm going to meet someone in person then. I'll just meet somebody in person and not worry about the online thing. Here's the meat markets. And this is only going up through 2010. I didn't find a more recent graphic, but if if the trend of the needle here that you see on this chart continues up, it would be like 80 or 90% of people are meeting online. So in the past, up before um, 2000, how did people meet? Well, it says, uh, now they're talking about here of um, heterosexual versus same-sex couples. Okay, so uh, heterosexual couples through friends was 40%, down to 30%. Bar, restaurant, that has swooped up. Um, Primary, secondary schooling, college, church, all falling off. Um, College came up a little bit. But online has jumped. And then if you look at the same-sex, way, way up. So based on this spike... You have to assume, well, more and more people are either meeting at bars, at college, and online. Well, that's all the hookup culture. You're going to have a very, very difficult time meeting a quote-unquote normal, well-adjusted everyday person online. And to boot, when you are online, only 5% of the guys are being swiped on. So what is this telling us? This is telling us that the age of... Shallowness—the age of um, surface-level dating—is here. You know, if you're a quality guy that is intelligent, well-spoken, um, educated, uh, maybe even tall but average-looking, or maybe really good-looking but short, you're out. You're out. It, it, it's only the top five percent. Well, if you look at the numbers, and we've—I've we, shown dating profiles on here. I don't know how many times they want six-foot tall women want six feet tall women want successful women want attractive women want six packs and you can say well that's not f-, but the statistics show otherwise how can you have a a bell curve that where men or women are saying everybody above average there are only 8% of men that are above average everybody else is below average that doesn't math does not work like that it doesn't work like that so my whole point is through this whole video my whole point is that look if you're wanting to date okay, fine, good luck to you. You're not going to meet them online, period. You're just not going to meet them online. Maybe you can meet them in public. But as as it goes right now, uh, you're not going to be able to have, a, you, you have to have a, a, a situation where you can get your personality out there. You're, you have to get your situation to where they can learn who you are as a person. Because right now, women are just judging men based on their looks. And that's from years of being told, hey, you're special, you're wonderful, you only deserve the best, you only get the best in life, don't settle for second best. Well, they're not. They are only going after the great guys. And again, when I say great guys, I consider myself a great guy. But I'm also, you know, I also have a little bit of a, uh, of of uh, a, a sunroof on top and I, I'm shorter and, and, it's, and it's not about being butthurt and saying hey that's not fair it's that a lot of guys would say you know what I feel I'm average looking I'm more than I swiped on an average looking girl I'm more than happy to date an average looking girl but that average looking girl is saying you're below average matter of fact you're not in the top 8% I'm not interested and so the imbalance that's coming around now from this online dating thing is that women are only chasing after... And the, the good-looking, attractive, successful, tall, blah, blah, blah men are getting all these choices. Well, since they're getting all these choices, do you think they're going to want to settle down? No. No guy's going to want to settle down. He's going to want to keep dating because he has eight women that have hit him up and find him attractive and want to be with him. And he may say, well, you know, okay. I'll, I'll date eight women. you know, I'll have fun with them. And if he, he can treat them poorly or treat them like he doesn't care because... He doesn't care. He has so many more choices that he's never going to settle down with a woman. So none of these women get to marry this great guy. He just gets to have all his fun. And that's fine for him. Lucky for him, that's wonderful. But the leftovers are women that are upset that they didn't get this guy. They're upset that that this guy got away from them. And all these other guys are just not up to snuff. I still want that guy, but he doesn't want you. And so women are finding out that men that are these top 10 and 20 percenters are having all this fun and they'll never settle down. That's a bunch of upset, lonely women. And the rest of of the women look at these men that they say, well, you're not up to snuff. So they're staying alone versus being with a guy that they think is less than them or they're dating that guy that's less than them. And then when they get an opportunity to cheat or go out with a guy that's like this, they ditch him. So that pretty much leaves all men unhappy except for the top 10 or 20%. Now, what about the women? Well, the women are happy if they can date you know somebody that's attractive and all that, but they don't get him to they don't get him to herself. She's got to share him with with other women. And this guy's not going to settle down. So those women are upset. And then the women that don't end up dating him and have to quote, quote date down, which is really dating even. Um, they're not happy. So all women are basically unhappy once they get past the age where these guys will will date them up and and have a good time. So what happens? They settle on a guy, they say, "Hey, I want a family. This guy's okay. he's good enough, even though he might be an awesome, amazing, great, wonderful dot guy. He doesn't tick all the bells. There is no sacrifice when it comes to dating even or or not getting your dream guy. And so she's unhappy, but you know, he's good enough. So they get, maybe they get married, maybe they have a family, but then she gets an opportunity to go out with a couple of good-looking guys like this again. I'm not saying all women, I'm not saying this definitely happens, but statistically it's happening more where she says, hey, you know what, I can go on Ashley Madison, back to the first story we were talking about, and I can, I can get those tingles and that excitement from these good-looking guys because they find me, attract me, they value me, even though the husband may, but these are really good-looking, successful guys. But these guys are just looking for a little side fun, and she fits the bill and they don't have to get serious with her, and she's willing to step out. So she ends up trashing a marriage, and men are doing this too. I don't want to make it sound like it's just one way, but the percentage is much higher of women doing this. The, the women are initiating divorce between 60 and 80% of the time based on whatever country you're in. Because, there, again, we've talked about it. There's no penalty. She can step out. She gets to keep the kids. She gets child support. She gets help from the government. And she can go chase after this guy. Now, the end result is he will maybe have a little fun with her for a while and then dump her right back off again because he's got more women. And then now, all of a sudden, she's got kids. She's single. And she's mid-30s. And the opportunities aren't there anymore. And she's upset. But who's she upset at? She's upset at the really great guy that didn't, you know, commit to her. She's upset with her ex because he never turned out to be the man she thought he would be or he wasn't good enough. But there's no being upset about your own life decisions. And and it's important for for you guys to understand. I'm not saying all women are like this. I'm not saying that, you know, that there are good women out there. I know. I've got some in my family. You know. I've got I I do have friends that have been married for many many years successfully and are happy. So it's not all, but when you start looking at the statistical majority, then you start having to say the odds of me getting in a relationship, being chosen on one of these dating sites, meeting somebody in person, getting married, being successful, having her stay with me, having things go well are so, so small right now. So if you are going to go down this path, don't make it a priority. If it happens, it happens, great. But make sure that you've got other things in your life that you're excited about that you want to do, that you want to be uh, fulfilled with, so that if this doesn't happen for you, You haven't hung your hat on the only peg and said, hey, I didn't get married. I'm not dating. I don't have kids. I am a failure. That's very important to get past that. It's not that you are a failure. It's that if you are average, an average woman doesn't want you. An average woman doesn't want me. It's that she wants something that's better than her. And again, you look at these, okay, Cupid. I'll, I'll leave links to all these these links if you want to look at these these things below it's that you can be a perfectly wonderful great guy you could be a catch for the right woman but the right woman is still interested in someone that's a little better than you a little taller than you because they have unrealistic expectations and you cannot change that your only choice is to do what's right for you and be happy in life that's that guys if you'd like to support my work links are below thank you very much for those of you that have um, if, the best, if you don't want to donate that way the best way you can help me out is like comment share subscribe and go check out some of my older videos you know I'm always referencing my older videos um, just because I don't want to talk about the same subjects over and over and over the same way so go back and watch some of them and I think there's some good information there that you guys will enjoy I'll leave it there this is better bachelor I'm joking remember guys if you're not chosen if you're not dating if you're not having success it's not you It's the the unrealistic expectations of what online dating and the availability of so many choices has made for everyone.